Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates. 208-471-4444. Decided to sleep in? Missed your favorite morning show? Yeah, don't worry. It's the Morning After Podcast with Nick and Big J. Presented by Treasure Valley Subaru, Idaho Center's premier pre-owned superstore. With their pre-owned personal shopper, your requests will be personally handled by their team of salespeople, sales managers, and vehicle buyers, meaning you got someone looking out for you the whole way. And with Easy Peasy Loan Approval, they've got you taken care of in a way that doesn't require a social security number or trigger a credit inquiry. So go check them out, Treasure Valley Subaru at the Idaho Center. Now, for Nick and Big J. Take it away, boys. Well, good morning, everybody, and welcome to Thursday. It is the ninth day of March 2023. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there. Yeah. It's an icy morning out there, kids. Be extra careful. Walking around on the concrete. Oh, dude, I almost died on coming into this building. I uh, The way that I slipped coming in, I knew you almost ate it. it it's very slippery out there in our parking lot. Where did you, because you come in at a different entrance. Yeah, yeah, no, just the uh, the front entrance, like uh, where the door is, like right before you get to it. Uh-huh. There's like an awning there. Yeah. That whole sidewalk is uh, pure ice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, man, that's a lawsuit, dude. You could have retired. Yeah, I think there's 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 cameras I mean, out there. So also, that's a viral moment. I think I'm already messed up. Yeah, so. no. Well, you've also fallen before on ice, and you know it's not fun. Or was that just a slippery? When you took the fall, when no, you're jumping up, Justin, it was ice. Okay, and you had like stuff in your hand and fell really bad, right? Yeah, yeah. That, that's not on camera. Uh, and the way that you described it, it did not sound fun. But uh, so be very, very careful. Not only I, I know the streets are being treated and stuff, but you never know where black ice is going to be, especially on the side streets and an intersection. So just listen, take it easy, everybody. Drive safely. I already saw a uh, police car screaming down the freeway this morning. So we want to make sure we're all right, everybody. All right. Take your time and make sure you get into work safe because not a lot of snow on the ground. Just the ice is left over from the little teeny tiny snowstorm we had yesterday. Which seems to be coming more and more often, Big J. Little teeny tiny snowstorms throughout the day. Yeah. It just completely pours down for like a couple of, uh, like an hour, and then it goes away. Not enough for it to stick, but enough to make the roads and the streets wet, and then it freezes, and that's where the trouble lies. So be careful. Today on the show, Big J has a nerd alert for you. That's going to happen. We'll keep you updated in the world of technology and gaming. And, of course, we also have some prizes to give away. Big ones, as a matter of fact. Tickets to go check out a now sold out show at Bad Flower and Des Rocks. That's coming up on Saturday. We have both of those bands coming in for X sessions to perform acoustically for us at 12:30 and 1:30, courtesy of Coors Light and Corwin Ford. We'll give you access to that over the course of the show today. Monster Jam's coming to town this weekend. The Boise Roadster shows at Expo Idaho this weekend. You a gearhead? You a music fan? Boy, did you pick the right show to listen to it? Tell you what, damn right, we got you covered. So keep listening. We'll give you an opportunity to do that. We have some fun and excitement on plan during the course of the show today as well. But we play music, so let's get started with some of that. Rage Against the Machine is kicking off the morning after on the X-Rocks. With Nick and Big J. Pop quiz, Big J. You've lived in the state of Idaho for a majority of your life. Agree or disagree? Yeah, agreed. What's our state bird? Oof. Um, the robin? No, no idea what the state bird is. Man, I wonder, uh, under duress, how many birds could you name? Like none. Proper none. bird. Well, you got robin, right? So that's Pigeon. one. It's two. There you go. That's it? That's all Crow. you got? 
Pro Street. <laughs> yeah. Any other birds related to superheroes? Like hawks, maybe? Peregrine We've Falcon. had a couple in here, yeah. Yeah, there you go. You're not too bad. Bald eagle. Uh, none of those, however, the Idaho State Bird. Uh, the answer is the Mountain Bluebird, Big J. Aw. Nice. You know? And uh, because of that, it's going to be a new design on Idaho licenses. The Idaho Transportation Department said the new look will be on all new license issues and renewals beginning next month. The department said that what they try to do, and it's good practice, to change up the design of what your license looks like every few years. That one combats counterfeiting and also stays with current, current with technology and any kind of advances they can make on whatever license you get issued to you. So people don't need to change your license once the new one goes into effect. You just wait until your license expires, and then when you need a renewal or a replacement beginning next month, you'll get a cute little uh, license with a, with a mountain bluebird on it. And there's no extra charge for the design. They're not charging. Boy, I might flip out if they were charging me extra to put a mountain bluebird on my license that they're deciding to change. That might be like, yeah. what are we doing? But no, there's no additional charge for the new design. My license expires on my birthday this year, so I'll be getting a Bluebird license. How does it feel for you, Big J? When does yours expire? September? Uh, it's a long wait time, because I just got one. Oh, uh, well. The new Star Card, so. You're going to have to wait uh, until oh, darn. you do it. Although I don't think it'll be on Star Card, so it doesn't matter. And Star yeah, Card serves as your... a real ID, not that fake crap everybody else walking around with. Does the Star Card also serve as your driver's license? Well, yeah. I don't know. I'm asking. That's why I'm asking. Yeah, it's a driver's license. Okay. Well, I just, I, the only time I've ever heard of it was when going on airplanes or airports and that kind of stuff. So that's how I knew it it's was It's not a like thing. you get a choice. No, I understand. You have to do it. Yeah. But I didn't know if it, if you had to carry the star card as well as a driver's license or it served as your driver's license as well as the new form of identification. Served as. Uh, Kevin Durant's highly anticipated home debut with the Phoenix Suns had to be postponed last night. Uh, during warm-ups, he was shooting and slipped on the floor, injured his left ankle during a warm-up, and was ruled out before the game even started against Oklahoma City. Uh, Durant joined the Suns and has played for exactly two games. Now we're trying to figure out he'll have an MRI today to see how long he will be out. Uh, the pictures, the stills... Didn't look good, uh, but you know, whenever you twist your ankle, it never looks good if you put a still frame stoppage on it. But what kind of damage is done, I do not know, nor does he. They'll find out today. But the Suns ended up winning last night anyway. But they're just hoping he's okay in time for a playoff push or whatever. That's it for Jay- Jim Boheim, Big J. He is retiring as the men's basketball coach at Syracuse after 47 years <laughs> on the job. The team announced that he will be replaced by Adrian Autry, a former Syracuse player and the team's associate head coach since 2011. Uh, Boheim took Syracuse to the NCAA tournament for 35 times in his 47 years. He's already in the Basketball Hall of Fame. That happened in 2005, so almost 20 years ago, and he's still coaching. So he will enjoy retirement. I'm sure Syracuse basketball will take some time to readjust, but that's a pretty big personality. I mean, last two years, Jim Bayham and Coach K both hanging him up. Pretty big names in the world of coaching yeah. in college basketball, for sure. If you are a Price is Right fan and you wanted to go see them live, please know it's getting a new home after more than 50 years at Television City. The renovations are forcing the CBS Game Show to move to Haven Studios, where it will begin production on season number 52 later on this summer. So it's a whole different studio that they're going to be filming in. Uh, something you may want to keep in mind if you're planning a trip to California and you wanted to go check out the show and maybe check out a taping, maybe get on television like Aaron Paul did back in the day. The yeah. Uh, and see what ends Come up happening. Down. But it's going to take another different place for you to make that happen. 
Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff for the 6 o'clock hour. Jack! Hardy and Jack here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Uh, I've got an interesting development in the world of technology for you, Big J. Oh, yeah? Researchers in Switzerland are working on a robotic arm that you can take on and off, a la Dr. Octopus in the Spider-Man movies. Uh, and it could soon be a reality. Maybe there's something that you wish you had an extra hand for that could help you get everything done. It's going to happen. Now, just to be clear, this isn't a prosthetic arm that's there to replace a limb. This is an additional arm to assist you with some daily tasks that you might need done. I do not know how uh, it connects to your body, where it would be coming out of, in which you'd be able to use it. Or how it responds, like, you know, is it hooked up to your brain so it responds like a whole nother... Yeah. And, like, um, another whole nother limb, or is it something that you have to use one of your other arms to control? If that's the case, then what's the point? Uh, but apparently it is very close to reality. I was beating my head trying to figure out, okay, what, what could I possibly use an extra arm for? And at the end, I just decided it would just be in the way. And I don't know how I can utilize it. I mean, I guess it would take some getting used to, as with anything, and then I might be able to figure it out. But I'm not sure I've been in a situation where I'm like, man, if only I had an extra hand attached to me, everything would be okay. Yeah. If I had three arms instead of two, I certainly would be able to figure this thing out. And that hasn't happened to me in a while, but it doesn't mean that other people can't use it, that's for sure. But can you think of anything you would use an extra arm for? Maybe gaming as you're playing your game, having another controller. Yeah, I mean, I, I the, you, the how it works is the really interesting thing here to 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 get around wrapping my mind around that part. Yeah, they're not they're not releasing that information yet because they say the technology is proprietary and they don't want to you know let anybody else down the path that they're on. So we I don't know exactly how it will be controlled or again where it will be on your body. All we know is they've released a statement saying, you know what, if you've ever wanted a third arm to help you get everything done. Boom. Robotic arm coming soon that you'll be able to take on and off. So it's a detachable thing and or it's something that I guess just you just hook on whenever you need it. Again, none of this stuff is very clear, but if you've always wanted a third arm, another appendage, it could be coming your way soon. My guess is also whatever this may be will not be cheap. So you need to prepare yourself for that particular adventure as well. Yeah, uh, because you have also other issues like uh, are you trying to make this fit into clothing yeah like <laughs> yeah i think I, at least if it's going to be something that you detach you probably have to be able to put it on over your clothing just to make it easily detachable and attachable but yes i understand what you're saying like if you want this to be a permanent item then you're going to need to make some clothes with it for the third arm and then where that third arm is again plays a part in those designs as well so yes there could be some additional cost attached to deciding you want a robotic third arm. But hey, listen man, it's your money. If you always wanted a robot arm, it's coming your way soon. Thanks to Switzerland. Morning After with Nick and Big J, your Nerd Alert is coming up next on the x Rocks. Big J's Nerd Alert on 100.3 The X Rocks. Alright Nick, you know, uh, I've been uh, from the beginning of uh, when it comes to gaming, the multimedia crossover events that they have in different games. Uh, I've been a big fan of it. I thought it's uh, it's a lot of fun. It's interesting. It makes games interesting. I'll give you a couple examples. Uh, Fortnite pretty much has everything uh, multimedia involved in theirs. Uh, and then uh, last year, uh, 
Call of Duty Cold War had the 80s action uh, stars, uh, John Rambo, and then, uh, you know, of course, he's a Vietnam veteran, combat veteran. That made sense to me. Then you had uh, Die Hard's uh, Bruce Willis, uh, you know, saved 30 hostages uh, on the 30th floor, uh, Nakatomi Plaza, you know, and the cool thing about that, too, is that they had uh, the voiceover and quips from the movies that were part of the game, so they weren't just really, you know, uh, operator skins, per se. So that crossover, to me, made a lot of sense. I was like, oh, the whole world there were so many cool things big fan of it and then they got into the weeds a little bit for me personally with godzilla and king kong i'm like that didn't make a whole lot of sense to me in warzone and they were just trying to sell a movie yeah yeah uh and and um you know i i've also there's some other games like um uh, ghost ghost recon had uh the predator which was really cool there's just some cool stuff that they've done well it's going kind of weird again for me, and I'm not sure how I feel about this, but uh, expect here coming up in Call of Duty uh, Modern Warfare 2 and Call of Duty Warzone 2 as an operator on March 21st, Shredder, Nick. From Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? From Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, that is going to be happening, and it was a tweet that was uh, teased uh, on the official Call of Duty account. Uh, details are pretty scarce, but expect Shredder to show up uh, in his claw-adorned armor. And uh, that is kind of the the whole um, the whole aspect of this uh, latest Battlefield, or I'm sorry, Call of Duty season that is a part of it. It's focus on Japan and some of that kind of warrior spirit. So I, that kind of makes sense to a certain degree, but Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles seems weird. Well, it seems to me like you only like this when it's movies that you like and you don't care about it when it's things you don't care well, about. Well, listen, that, I, I, yeah, sure, I get, I get <laughs> and that. And so that would make sense. But the Godzilla and King Kong, I mean, it was just so dumb. And it wasn't just because it was, I didn't like the movies. I, it just didn't make any sense. It just doesn't make any sense. So the Shredder, a little bit, I get to a certain degree with what they're doing with the, the season pass, but it's still uh, kind of weird. No no news on whether or not the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles themselves would make an appearance. Well, again, they also are pushing a new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles product, so this is all just crossover and product placement in all these games. Yeah, I'm not sure how closely aligned they are, but uh, for sure, there you go. Xbox and Bethesda have officially announced, uh, guess what, that Starfield will release on September 6th now. Uh, it was previously slated to release uh, here in the first half of 2023, so that's not going to be the case. Uh, in an update video, game director Todd Howard confirmed more details on the game and will be revealed in a Starfield Direct presentation on June 11th. Now, uh, Xbox and uh, Bethesda and a whole bunch of other people are having uh, their own very, uh, very own um, direct. Uh, engagement on that day as well so the Starfield uh, presentation will happen after that and for those of you who want to know what Starfield is well the game has uh, had many hallmarks that you expect uh, it's also a very unique experience Howard said it represents the first new intellectual property by Bethesda Game Studios in over 25 years and has been described uh, by Howard as Skyrim in space so they've been uh, delving into space themed games since as early as 1994 according to Howard so not my thing but I know it's uh, it's one of those things that's very anticipated coming up here so that got moved back something we can get down with here uh, nick is uh mlb the show 23 now uh they are starting with some players who have received a 99 rating nick the highest possible rating in major league baseball the show five players received the highest rating possible here are those players uh returning or i'm sorry reigning american league mvp aaron judge of the new york yankees former mvp shohani otani of los angeles 
Angels and the Texas Rangers starting pitcher Jacob DeGrom also received the Max 99 rating and rounding out that club is uh, National League MVP Paul Goldschmidt of the Cardinals and Mike Trout who also plays for the Angels. So uh, that's fun there, and they will be adding to a list of that as far as uh, some of the ratings go. But San Diego Studios will continue to reveal those ratings as we get closer here. March 28th, MLB, the show, will release on all platforms. Nice. And uh, I'm angry at Major League Baseball, the show, so they're going to have to do something. Well, what happened? Mostly what happened? I'm angry at you guys because we all talked about when the show came out on Next Generation Systems, we all were going to buy the game and then perform like this X League and everything was going to play online, and then I spent $70 and the day came out and then nobody did anything. Here's the thing. And so I wasted my money on this. I, I, I know, but I, I feel like coming down, we'll have a better chance to collaborate in the future. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I don't know about that. I mean, we all have just as good of a chance right now as we did back then. We all have these systems at our house, which is what I thought we were going to do and be able to do that. And it all just came crashing down. And I spent a bunch of money on a game that I barely played. And so uh, I was upset at it, and I'm still see, upset at it. See, here's the thing. I didn't have to pay for it. Yes, so. that's all, right. So I think that was what was lacking everybody's motivation, to be perfectly honest. I, I was the only one that did have to pay for it. Why did and you? Then, I mean, Adam didn't have to pay for it either. I think he did. I'm pretty sure he did. It wasn't available on Sony PlayStation? No, uh, it, still, it still isn't. Wow. No, you have to pay for it. And so I dropped 70 bucks on it the day it came out because everybody was so excited about starting up an X-League, and then crickets. Freaking it's probably crickets. my fault because I sucked at the game so bad. <laughs> And so I was like, God, why did I do this stuff? My apologies. All right. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your nerd alert. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Grab your pearls and clutch that TikTok app closer to your heart than ever, Big J, because if the government has its way, it'll be going away pretty soon. Yesterday, a new bill was introduced that has bipartisan support that would give the federal government the power to ban the use of TikTok in the United States of America, Big J. Now, the bill doesn't specifically name TikTok or any other app because the government's much smarter than that. But what it does is it allows the Commerce Department of the United States to review deals, software updates, data transfers by communication technology products with a foreign adversary that has a financial interest. So basically, any app that's developed in a foreign country, it gives the Commerce Department the ability to review, see what data it's sharing, and if it feels like it's digging through too much stuff... It would ban any of those apps, not just TikTok. But this is basically known as the TikTok bill. They're very scared of the information that you give access to TikTok to if you have it on your phone and if you are an employee or a relation to an employee in any kind of government capacity, it freaks them out that they may have access to state secrets that are on your phone, question mark? Uh, And, of course, TikTok is owned by a Chinese company. We know that. There have been lots of concerns. There's lots of states that have already banned its use among its employees. So this is just taking it on a national level, and they just feel like wiping it out and not giving anybody the ability to use it is the way to fix it. Of course, it's enormously popular among really young people and Big J alike, and it gives them an opportunity to check out videos on a regular basis. But it may be going the way of the dodo, Big J, here in the United States. You get the same comment or content on Reels. I mean, that's all there is to it. Yeah, but I mean, if you're not allowed to make those content, I mean, the only way I see TikTok, I guess, is through Instagram Reels. But you're right. They could just create the same things through Instagram. It's the same exact stuff. It's just just another uh, element of doing it. But uh, TikTok, much more popular than Instagram Reels, at least right now, anyway. Yep. John Morant will not face any charges from police in Glendale, Colorado, over the incident in which he appeared to brandish a gun during a visit to a strip club that was streamed on Instagram Live last week. 
the 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 police there in Colorado did do an investigation. They found that not only could they not find the gun that was in question, but nobody was threatened by the gun, and obviously nobody was pointed or he didn't point the gun at anybody. So while he appeared to be holding one and had one, they couldn't find it. They have no evidence to support it other than the video, and so no charges will be filed. Now, NBA is taking it a little bit more serious, although there's no real punishment handed down. The Memphis Grizzlies did announce that John Morant will spend at least four more games away from the team for whatever reason. They're not really saying this is a punishment or he's being suspended or anything. They're just kind of saying he's taking time away from the team, whatever that means. Uh, They are 0-2 since he has stepped away, and they'll have at least four more games without him, and we'll see what ends up happening. Big J, I know you're excited about Dungeons & Dragons Honor Among Thieves. Uh, Yeah, I am. tell you who wasn't, people that had to work with Hugh Grant on the movie. Uh, Apparently, according to Total Film Magazine, he was doing an interview about it, and it almost feels like he's trying to get ahead of something, as it were, in this interview. Because out of nowhere, they asked him how it was on the set of Dungeons & Dragons Honor Among Thieves, and he says, quote, Well, I lost my temper with a woman in my eyeline on day one. I assume she was some executive from the studio who should have known better to not be in my line of sight. It turns out the woman was actually an extremely nice local woman who was a a chaperone of a young girl who was also on the set. And he said that he was terrible and said some awful things and did a lot of groveling on his first day on the set. So I don't know if there's going to be some video that's going to come out. Sounds like he went Christian Bale. Yes. It looks like he treated somebody that he shouldn't have treated like garbage, like absolute garbage on the set. And he's trying to get ahead of something that may be coming out soon. So you may see a video of Hugh Grant absolutely going ballistic on some poor woman uh, just because he she happened to be in his line of sight, which is really weird. Well, I mean, you know, we can't, we don't know what it's like to be doing that sort of stuff and doing that performance and having people in the background and, no, and stuff true. like that. I mean, it, it, that's got to be hard to stay in character sometimes. I think it probably depends on the person. Much like, you know, how like other morning shows get upset when people walk in on the studio when they're doing sure, the yeah. show. Uh, I can understand how somebody has their process. That being said, a warning might be uh, a way to go about it instead of completely flipping out on somebody. But again, I don't know how bad it was. It just sounded like to me in this interview, he was like, hey, you might be seeing something in the next couple of days. Here's what happened. I'm already apologizing well, for the way it happened. Well, at least he's apologizing about it. Absolutely. I'm just, I felt like he was trying to get ahead of something. Because again, it happened on day one of filming. So he is apologizing for it. I hope he did it to the woman as well. Because we're talking about this is probably something. I mean, this movie's been delayed now three different times, so this is probably something he did well over a year and a half ago. But uh, I don't know if that means there's something coming out. But I'm guessing it probably doesn't look good for Hugh Grant if it does. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks to Florida for today's We're Going to Hell story. And I'm sure in our time, Big J, we've been to many weddings, yes? Yes. Uh, both our own and other people's as guests, etc., etc. Some memorable, others not so much. Agree or disagree, Big J? Yeah, for sure. And I'm sure that owning a wedding venue is probably something that's not an easy thing to do. You know, you got to make sure everything is on par. You have very demanding things that want people, people that want things specifically the way they want them. Lots of things have to happen. The stories. I mean, I think that uh, owning a, a wedding venue would be a perfect setting for a TV series. A really? sitcom. Yeah. Oh, okay. Nice. I'm sure it's probably had to... Although, I mean, there's not a lot of wedding venues out there specifically anymore. 
they're venues that can be used for wedding spaces, yeah. but unless you're a yeah. church, it's hard to say that you're a wedding venue per se, as much as an event venue. But uh, everything was going fine with this particular Florida wedding reception uh, until the last song of the night, Big J. The DJ, who also happened to be the cousin of the groom, said a worker at the wedding venue ordered him to stop the music because he was afraid of getting some noise complaints, even though the couple, through their contract, had the actual venue booked for another 30 minutes. So the DJ turned the music down to try to make everybody happy, but that apparently wasn't good enough because the owner of the venue came running up with a gun in hand, Big J, and started shouting at everyone to get the F out of his venue. Now, the DJ said the owner, quote, just started brandishing a gun everywhere and at everybody. He said he put it in his uncle's face. He put it in the face of his cousin who got married, the bride. He put and pointed it at her head and then waved it at her new husband's head, too. Jesus. So another guest, while this was going on, called 911. Police arrived before anybody could get hurt, thankfully. They did arrest the owner of the wedding venue, charge him with nine counts of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, Big J. That's a hefty jail sentence, in case you're curious. Worker was also charged with battery. I don't know what happened there. I don't know if he started getting into it with the DJ after he refused to turn it off and just turned it down. But I would say this one would be a memorable wedding. Agree or disagree, Big Jay? Yeah, that's not what a shotgun wedding is. <laughs> no? Not? No. No, this is a handgun wedding. It's different yeah. altogether. But there may have been other things besides the music that may have made this dude upset. So you have to understand that this but still, not excusable. All part of the show, folks. Yeah. Hope you had a great he time. He does it every wedding. <laughs> Also, I mean, like, if you're that on edge, maybe this wedding venue is not the business for you. I mean, especially if they contractually had the venue for longer. Take your uh, anger out on your neighbors. Right. I mean, we know that noise complaints are serious money. Like, you know, fines and all that kind of stuff are very, very expensive if you are to have one levied against you. So I can understand not wanting to get one. But also then, hey, man, fix your contract so the venue, they have to be out of the venue by the time... The noise, yeah, kind of cancellation. Six thirty p.m. Great ending time for a wedding. (laughs) It does not tell me how late it was, which I'm disappointed in. I don't know if this was like midnight or twelve thirty, or if it was like seven at night. I don't know. Uh, All I know is they had the venue at least contractually for another thirty minutes, and the dude was livid that the music was still going. I just want him waving the gun and screaming, "Prima nocta!" (laughs) You are the only one who wants somebody screaming that. I promise. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the X Rocks. That's the Foo Fighters. That is the Pretender here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. You've heard us giving away tickets to it. You've heard us talking about it on the radio station. You know what's happening all weekend long, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday out at Expo Idaho. It is the 15th annual uh, O'Reilly Auto Parts Boise Roadster Show. 50 years of this thing. It's a pretty big deal, and we're lucky enough to have Scott New from Firebird Raceway on the phone with us this morning to talk all about it. Good morning, Scott. How are you? Good morning. Doing great. Congratulations, man. Every time we talk to you, it seems like it's another gigantic (laughs) milestone for Firebird Raceway here in the Treasure Valley, and it's 50 years of the Roadster Show. That's got to feel pretty good as a uh, company and as a family and as a business, right? Well, 1973 was a long time ago, and I can always remember my dad telling the story of the first major feature attraction at the Roadster Show uh, in February of that year was the Batmobile, of all things, and it had just come you know, out and broke as a brand-new uh, TV car, uh, and we were able to get it here, and it helped launch the entire show uh, five decades ago. Yeah, it's it's an extraordinary accomplishment, something we're very proud of. 
and uh, yeah, looking forward to a great weekend. You know, I remember, uh, in fact, a, a few years ago, uh, you uh, with, at the at the uh, Roadster Show, George Barris coming in town, and we were lucky enough to have him come into studio, and uh, that was just such an, a, a wonderful treat. And you know, you brought up the Batmobile, and again, you're bringing in uh, Hot Rod royalty with uh, Chip Foose again coming to town. How exciting is that to have somebody of his stature coming back in to do this? Yeah, he's a true legend in the world of hot rodding, customizing, you know, designer, builder, artist, all-around good guy. We started working on this. Chip was here in 2018, and I started not long after that just saying, Chip, we got to do something, some way, somehow to get you back for our 50th in five years. And lo and behold, uh, last summer we were able to arrange getting him confirmed onto the schedule for being here on Saturday from noon to 6. He's such an incredible guy. I mean, he's from the legacy of all the overhaul and TV shows to all the world-class cars he's built over the years. It's a real feather in our show's cap to be able to have somebody of that uh, magnitude come this year. But you're not messing around with the celebrities either because you also have the crew from Bitchin' Rides, Kev Dog and Will, back at the Roadster show as well, which is a nice little haul, isn't it? Yeah, and we have, uh, it's not just bringing them here to come sign autographs, meet people, get photos, whatever. But they're bringing three cars from their Season 9 episode on the Motor Trend Channel. And they're three just incredible cars. A Nova, a Camaro, and then one of uh, Ken Diggs' new CF1s. I, I believe it's number six. It's a very champagne-colored, one-off carbon fiber body uh, recreation from the 1953 Corvette that Dave is now creating and has built six or seven of them has orders for 30 of them, if you can believe it. Wow. And uh, we're getting one of them here in their first uh, major public event in the western United States. You know, they did the Bear-Jackson show uh, and SEMA, and this is the first car show of the year for them, literally. Uh, they're very excited about coming, and it'll be great to see them here as well. You know, and ultimately, uh, Scott, I mean, it's about the cars. And, you know, we can watch them on TV. We can see uh, them being built, and we can we can see them going up for auction at Bear-Jackson, et cetera. But to be able to get close up and see these vehicles and see the detail uh, is something that you just can't replicate. Yeah, I think the, the in-person part of it is, is incredibly unique. We have so many talented builders that are from our area and well outside our area that come support this show every year with new cars, new trucks, new street machines, you know, the full gamut of, of different types of vehicles. And you really come to appreciate the paint, the interior, the engineering, the stance of the cars. There's so many elements that go into creating something that, you know, a new owner is going to be very proud of. And once our show's over and maybe they do another indoor show or two, typically they're out you know, going to local events around the area and driving them. That's the best part about it. Man, it's pretty amazing. Scott New joins us to talk about the 50th annual Boise Roadster Show taking place this weekend at Expo Idaho. Scott, we know you are packing all three buildings at Expo Idaho this weekend full of cars. If we had a time machine and we were able to go back to year one of the Boise Roadster Show, we know it was headlined by the Batmobile, but uh, talk a little bit about where the first one was, how this has grown, and what a gigantic show this has turned into over the years. Well, we started out with just the main hall and half of the south wing. That was, you know, all of about 60, 65 cars, if I remember right, in that first show. And it just continued to grow and grow. And we literally could put another building or two next to the buildings that exist out there with that much interest this year going into our show. We can't, 
you know, we can't get everybody in the show because the, the facility is just so big, but it's, it is wall-to-wall from the south to the north, east to west. Yeah, it is packed with cars, and that's the best part about it. We've always built the show as the cars are the stars, and uh, that's what it's all about. Family event as well. Tickets are on sale now. Kids five and under always free, which you are uh, really awesome about. But if they want to go Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, it's noon to nine on Friday, Saturday ten to nine, and then Sunday ten to five. Scott, if people want to grab their tickets for the Boise Roadster Show, what's the best place to do that? You know, I'd run by O'Reilly Auto Parts region wide. You know, all the O'Reilly stores have our tickets or online at FirebirdOnline.com and. Uh, you can avoid the lines and whatnot and just come right through, and we've got a line just for everybody that buys tickets in advance. So that's a good way to get in early. It's going to be an yeah, awesome cool. weekend full of amazing vehicles and amazing personalities out there at the Roadster Show. Make sure you check it out. Keep listening to this show. We'll give you a chance to win some more free tickets coming up a little bit later on. Scott, thanks for making time for us, man. We always appreciate hearing from you, brother. Thanks, Nick. Thanks, right. Big Jay. Yeah, of we'll see you out there. Have a great, fantastic show, and we will as well. Or try to. Here's traffic. <laughs> The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Big J, you're a well-traveled individual, stayed in a lot of hotels over your life. Yeah, man. there any reason you've ever changed hotel rooms or left a hotel, period? Uh, changed hotel rooms? Yes. Do you remember what the reason was? Uh, because the water wasn't working. That'll do it. That'll do it every time. It's the only time, though, that you can think of that you've ever I, had to I've change? wanted to, to walk right out, but I had nowhere else to go. And I'm talking about, uh, I w- went to Aftershock. <laughs> my friend and I, Joe, Joe, we went to Aftershock. <laughs> and my wife put us up in a nice hotel, uh, two-star at least, uh, with cockroaches, the whole thing. I mean, your nightmare. Like, I think there was a crack house the day before. I would have slept in the car. I would have slept in the car somewhere else. I, but I understand wanting to leave. Uh, and uh, but you had no place to go, so you just yeah. slept amongst the uh, the insects. Yep. Uh, it does. Uh, there is an interesting survey that says that uh, while we'll put up with a lot of stuff, there is certain things that we will not put up with. Unlike Big J, uh, after a survey of ten thousand American adults, the biggest deal breaker that would make them leave a, a hotel room: insects. But Big J was happy to hang out with them. Bed bugs specifically. I wasn't happy about it. 81% say uh, they have left a hotel room for one reason or another, and the number one reason most given is they saw some insects, and they decided that they didn't want to stay there anymore. Uh, 68% of people said that uh, a bad smell in a room would make them want to change rooms or at least leave the hotel. 66% would bail if they found a hidden camera. That means, Big J, 36% would happily hang out in a hotel room that had a hidden camera in there. That, oh, hey, there's a camera. Hey, I'll put on a show. That seems high. Uh, 4.5% would leave if there was no bedside Bible. 19% say if they sensed a ghost, they were getting the hell out of Dodge. How dare this hotel not have a Bible? Uh, what are they even doing? How many people would brave through all of these deal breakers? About 6% of people decided that they would uh, they would stay in a hotel room no matter what so i guess props to them but they are stronger than me i think i have switched hotel rooms a lot more frequently than other people but it, usually that's because of issues like what you were facing no water uh electricity was out there wasn't the lamp wasn't working tv wasn't working yeah. something was going awry and i was like hang on i'm paying a ridiculous there's amount a dead of money body for this. in here yeah there's something under the bed i don't like it and so there are lots of reasons why you would switch just know that you are not alone if you decide that you want to move a room. And that's kind of what they're there for. 
Uh, Kevin Durant's highly anticipated home debut with the Suns did not happen last night. Durant was warming up and then rolled his left ankle during a pregame warm-up, collapsed on the floor, and that was it. He did not play against God, Oklahoma City. How awful. Uh, Durant joined the Suns from the Brooklyn Nets, but he was sidelined with a previous injury, so he's only played two games with the Suns so far, and now he's got an MRI scheduled for today to see how serious the injury <clears throat> is. The pictures don't look great. But again, anytime you roll your ankle and somebody gets a still shot of it, it's not going to look good. That doesn't mean there's serious damage to it, but we'll wait and see. You never know how this could shake out for Kevin Durant and the Suns. Big J, did you ever end up watching House of the Dragons on uh, I have not, no. My kids loved it, though. Season 2 is ready to go, and they've heard the complaints from people that did not enjoy Season 1, specifically the amount of dragons in a show called House of Dragons. So according to The Hollywood Reporter... The co-creator and series runner has said that they are going to add at least five new dragons to its new season of House of Dragons. I do not know how many dragons were in season one, but I know if you are disappointed in the amount of dragons, you will get five more dragons. Add more dragons! They're expensive. Let's go! I'd rather have them done right. I agree. Well, and also, like, I mean, it has some sort of point in it. I'm get, Again, I don't know what is going on in the series, so I can't say, Well, you, know. you, you think just based on, you know, it's a prequel and, and how far back in time it goes that there would be way more dragons out there. Uh, you would think, yeah, and I guess that was in the big world beef. of dragons. And a show called House of the Dragon, so you would also think that there would be some in that aspect as well. Apparently people were upset by it, and so now they will be adding more dragons to the show. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Well, I hope you don't have any plans for the weekend if you intend on winning Pop Culture Smackdown today because we have a great Morning After prize package, which includes stuff going on this weekend. Monster Jam will be at the Fort Idaho Center Arena Friday. That's tomorrow, 7 p.m. You and a guest will be enjoying uh, Monster Jam. It is a lot of fun if you've never been. Highly recommend that. Uh, tickets, by the way, still available for Monster Jam. And then we have a concert happening at the Knitting Factory on Saturday with Bad Flower, Des Rocks. So we'll get you tickets to that event as well. And Bad Flower and Des Rocks both coming in for uh, Corwin Ford Coors Light X sessions and we'll get you into those as well. Those are a lot of fun. Saturday afternoon sounds like a great plan to me. You just need to beat me at Pop Culture Smackdown. Phone number is as follows 208-287-1003 if you would like to play this game and claim this gigantic prize package. And of course there is a theme to Pop Culture Smackdown today, Big J. Ooh. It's Barbie's birthday, Big J. All <laughs> questions about Barbie and the popular culture I'm a Barbie girl. Hello the X. Hello. That may come up. Hi, what's your name, sir? Jake. Jake, you're up first. Jake, what actress is going to play Barbie in the brand new Barbie film made for theaters? Uh, um, no clue. Um, Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston. No. Wrong. Fortunately, not Jennifer Aniston for some people. Hello, the X. Hi. Hey, what actress is going to play the title role of Barbie in the new Barbie movie to be made for theaters? Margot Robbie. That is correct. Right. Good job, man. Big J, what actor is going to play Ken in that same movie? Ryan Gosling. That is correct. Right. Back to you, sir. What's your name, by the way? Mike. Mike, uh, what was Barbie's first pet? Was it a cat, a hamster, or a horse? Uh, a horse. That is correct. Right. Big J, back in 2009, Barbie got an accessory that caused lots of controversy. What was it? A baby, a little sister, or a tattoo? 
I'm gonna go with a tattoo. That is correct. Right. Back to you, sir. We asked Big J this question earlier this week. Let's see if you get it right. Although not many people know it, Barbie has a last name. What is it? Roberts, Benton, or McCann? What was the second one again? The uh, choices are Roberts, Benton, or McCann. Barbie's last name. Roberts. Roberts. Right. Is correct. Big J, Linda Fiorentino starred in a few sexy thrillers in the 90s, then played the lead role in this Kevin Smith movie, and then just disappeared from Hollywood. Uh, Cop Out? Cop Out. Wrong. uh, Bruce Willis was the lead in the movie Cop Out. Uh, Tracy Morgan played second billing in that movie. No. Uh, She was the star of a different Kevin Smith movie before Cop Out. Does that help? No. Uh, she was the star of Dogma. Right. Day. She starred in Dogma. Congratulations, man. You got yourself all set up with these Monster Jam tickets to go check that out on Friday night. You're going to Bad Flower and Des Rocks on Saturday and the X Man. And good job. Hang on one second, man. We'll get all your information. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Your headlines are next on the X Rocks. It's time for Headlines on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Headlines are as follows. Big J, toaster time. Two hammered and more cocaine animals. <laughs> more cocaine animals. Woo! We've actually talked about these particular animals before, but we're talking this time again about the cocaine hippos formerly owned by Pablo Escobar. Remember us talking about oh, that? Oh, yeah. Uh, what has happened is, once again, the Colombian government has classified them as an invasive species as they have 130 to 160 cocaine hippos that have essentially taken over the landscape since Pablo Escobar, when he was captured, opened up his kind of like wild exotic zoo. And these hippos have just been banging the hell out of each other and have caused an influx in hippo population in this particular side of the country. And they're like, we have to get these cocaine hippos out of here. So they've decided to transport 70 of them to from the private zoo to Mexico and India. How do you transport 70 hippos, Big J? Uh, I don't know. Heavy lift aircraft? No, no, it's not Operation Hippo Drop. We're talking about hippo crates, my friend. Hippo crates! <laughs> Wait, that sounds like it should be like some sort of dot-com thing. Uh, Colombia will send 70 uh, hippos to India and Mexico in massive purpose-built boxes. The animals cannot be returned to their native Africa because of the pathogens that could be spread in the process, so they'll be transported to sanctuaries through a process called translocation that involves moving animals between two environments that are not their national natural habitat, but still will not prove them harmful to the other uh, members of their species that they may come in contact with that they release back into the wild because, again, all these hippos are hooked on cocaine, Big Jays, you're well aware. And so they're fairly aggressive. They do not like people. Hippos already don't like people. They're very dangerous around people, in case you're curious. Yes, so, yes. No, I, and so I wonder why, yeah, you know. You want to just kill hippos again, huh? I, I don't because they're they look so cute and stuff. But I'm like, if they're that invasive and you're that worried about it, I mean, they're huge. Yeah. The expense to transport them, I mean, you know, some of the people there might enjoy hippo meat. I don't know. Wow. All right. So you're, you're propositioning hippocide instead of yes, the hippocrate. Yes, hippocide. All right. Uh, this seems drastic and cruel. Plus, but they're, you know, maybe they, they just can't get, you know, rehab didn't work. Now you're jumping to conclusions about how the hippos are responding to treatment, and that doesn't seem fair and fairly judgmental towards these cocaine hippos. But you'd rather see them dead, I understand. I wouldn't rather. I'm just, that would have been the most, like, the easiest solution. Sure. A lot of times, the easiest solution is just to murder your problem. You're right. Toaster time or two hammered? 
Too hammered! A popular Australian beer is being recalled by regulators for an unusual reason. It contains too much alcohol. Food Standards Australia and New Zealand said that the watermelon sour beer from Your Mates Brewing Company contains excess alcohol as a result of secondary fermentation. So basically, the result of their, the amount of alcohol that's on the can is not accurate as to how much you're pumping into your bloodstream. The beer is sold in stores across Queensland and online nationwide. It could pose a risk of illness because of how much alcohol it has. Secondary fermentation is the aging period following the initial fermentation and sometimes could be used to remove excess yeast from the beverage. And what happens is this just dumps in a lot more alcohol to the beer and it makes you super, super hammered. People are getting sick and so they're like, listen, we got to pull it off the shelves, man. There's just too much alcohol in this product. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? I don't know. You got to get rid of it. Drink it. No, that's, just, that's how people are getting sick. No. They're drinking it as of right now, and that's good a way that it comes together. So make sure you know how much is in there. It's not, again, I don't know if it's the, the brewer's fault because they didn't put the accurate number or they didn't actually know this is something that's happening, but apparently it's a lot more alcohol than is actually in and, and printed on the can, which, of course, is also against the law. You got to have some sort of regulation to that as well. Wrap it up with toaster time. Big J, you're an Xbox bot. Maybe you can check out the first line of Microsoft Impressive Toasters. What do you think? Yeah, man. Sign me up. Uh, The tech giant could be venturing into the world of kitchen appliances as uh, images have emerged on Twitter showing what appears to be an Xbox Series X toaster, Big J. The toaster features two slots for toast and one of their patented anti-jam functions. God, I hate it when my Xbox gets jammed to toast. It apparently is going to cost $64, and while it might seem unlikely, Microsoft has previously surprised fans with mini fridges, so that's not new, and it claims to have a flagship console resembling a fridge, and so that was a collector's item for a while. Did you know about those? Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, Are they still out there? Uh, Yeah, I don't think they're, you know, I mean, these aren't exactly, like, mass-produced. That's that's what I mean. They become collector's items, right? Yeah. And uh, does it make them super expensive, like Probably. on the secondary market? Because I mean, the toaster's only 64 bucks, so I don't know what the mini fridge was going for. But if you're was, an Xbox fan, you it, want to complete the look. The mini fridge was really exclusive, too. Yeah, so. that makes sense. Does not say how many are there or how many they're making, but just know that there could be an Xbox toaster suit. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on everything. From me. On the morning after with Nick and Big J, time to talk about one of my favorite topics because I'm a degenerate gambling, Big J. Yeah, and it may it may be jumping the shark at this point, Nick. Be- I think you might be because, right. Because uh, we've got, uh, you know, one of those things where now gambling is being legalized in many, many states. Sports gambling is a huge thing. It, you cannot miss it if you've watched any professional sports here recently. And uh, I think now we just, uh, I don't <laughs> I don't get it, but according to CNBC, the World Wrestling Entertainment is in talks, Nick, with state gambling regulators in Colorado and Michigan to legalize betting on high-profile matches. I, yeah. I, I don't understand how this is yeah. possible. Yeah, how is it possible? Because, <clears throat> let's talk about it for a second, that these are oftentimes scripted matches. And, and while sometimes they're scripted, uh, other times, you know, things happen in the ring, and, and it might go one way or another way. It just depends on what's going on with the crowd, etc. In every match, you know who's going to win, period. Well, not from what I've heard from some of the stories told. But unless somebody gets hurt, that's the only time it changes, uh, or or something weird happens. Either way, 
yeah, how is that supposed to be something that I feel comfortable betting on? You shouldn't. If there is a predetermined outcome as to how something is going to end, it should not be something that should be gambled upon just because it seems silly. I mean, like, the, the amount of inside information, because, you know, when you're backstage at these shows, you've been backstage at a WWE show, you could see, I've seen the actual cards and the winners circled on the cards backstage. I didn't see that. I just saw a lot of baby oil <laughs> being applied. Well, you are in a different and, part and Rowdy of Rowdy Piper. backstage. Rowdy Rowdy Piper, very, very pumped up and ready to go, scaring the living you know what's out of me. <laughs> But they do understand and know who is going to do this before the show starts, who's going to be victorious in most cases. Again, unless something goes sideways in the state, in the actual uh, ring, it's the way it goes. I do not know how any state would be okay with this gambling. It's just so yeah. easy for somebody to uh, work the system in this particular situation. Exactly. I mean, and yes, you could say the same if you know somebody is shaving points or whatever the case may be. I, of course, I guess you can say well, that, but you still don't really know or you shouldn't know in most cases who is going to come out on top, especially in things when there's point spreads. It's different when you know, like, if it's like, you know, Duke basketball versus Upper Iowa Community College, you know Duke is going to win. Yeah. But there's a point spread that kind of evens the playing field a little bit. In the WWE, how can you do that? Somebody's going to win in a certain amount of time? I don't I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I just I, I heard this. I thought it was a joke, but right. it's a real it's a real thing and it makes zero sense to it me. It should be. What states again? Michigan and Colorado? Yeah. Yeah, those seem like places I would avoid batting in. There's something crooked going on there for sure. Morning after with Nick and Big J. We got your bad impressions. They're next to the X Rocks. <laughs> Morning After with Nick and Big J. Bad Impressions brought to you by the Idaho Center pre-owned Superstore, Treasure Valley Subaru. And uh, we got a great prize here. We talked earlier to Mr. Scott New from Firebird Raceway and the 50th Boise Roadster Show is happening this weekend. Three days, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday out at Expo Idaho. Uh, going to be very cool. Chip Foose, the legend, going to be here. You've got Kev Dog and uh, folks from uh, the, uh, um, from, uh, the show... Uh, Pitching rides. It's going to be cool. So we'll hook you up with a pair of passes here to get in for free. You just need to figure out bad impressions. 208-287-1003 is our phone number. This is how bad impressions works. Big J has three clues. They all revolve around somebody pretty famous. Figure out who that famous person is in those three clues or less. And congratulations. Roadster show tickets become yours. Let's go to the phone. Hello, the X. Hey. Good morning, man. What's your name? Mike. All right, Mike. You're up first. Good luck. I bet no one could have predicted that the guy playing Phil in The Hangover would be one of Hollywood's biggest moguls. Sudeikis. No. Uh, I've been nominated four times for acting in a lead role. Movies like American Sniper, A Star is Born, American Hustle, and Silver Linings Playbook. No. Third. I still think I need a nomination for voicing Rocket the Raccoon in Guardians of the Galaxy movies. I don't know. All right, Mike. Thanks for playing. We appreciate it. Hello, the X. Sorry, Mike. Hello. Hello. Hey, man. Did you hear Big J's clues, or do you need him again? Um, I heard the first one, but I, I don't. I need the second one. I've been nominated four times for acting in a lead role in movies like American Sniper, A Star Is Born, American Hustle, and Silver Linings Playbook. And last, Bradley Cooper. There you go. Hey, 
Hey, good job, man. Hang on one second. We'll hook you up with those Roadster Show tickets. Why is little Bradley Cooper in the news? Uh, boy, uh, History Channel is uh, really going after the big-time stars here because they announced yesterday that they have documentaries lined up with uh, huge names uh, like Kevin Costner. He's got a, a show called, uh, uh, or uh, I'm sorry, uh, a documentary called The West, and Bradley Cooper's got uh, a show on FDR that uh, they're putting together, and uh, Morgan Freeman with the Black Patriots, the 761st Battalion. Uh, so a lot of cool stuff happening around History Channel. Bradley Cooper, one of those, and they've done really well. There's a, like this series right now about heists, and Pierce Brosnan is the host of that, and uh, Peyton Manning's been doing a thing called The Goat, the greatest of all time, and they line down a bunch of uh, different things that are uh, really amazing uh, in, in not only history, but just different cool things in pop culture. Do they actually have them on camera, or is it oh, all yeah. like narration? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely, oh, absolutely. Cool. And I, I love History Channel, what they do with a lot of their docu-series. Uh, very, very cool. So some big names coming. Uh, that's being announced yesterday from History. Is that... Do you get that part of like Discovery Plus, or how does that? No, come it's your way? so irritating. It is so irritating. It is one of the reasons why I spent a fortune on TV because it's part of the Annie networks, uh -huh. and they don't have their own one-off app like Discovery right. Plus. Like you, you can't. In order to access History Channel and to get the updated stuff, you have to have a cable package. That's the only way. Because like yeah. I know I can access older stuff on like Hulu, but I can't see yeah. any new things. I can't. You can't even say, you know what? I'll pay five. But I would pay literally seven bucks a month just, just for the history channel. Just for the history channel. How much? Are you, so you access it now through what cable? What do you have? Like Sling uh, or something? No. Uh, yeah. No. No. I don't really. I mean, I, I, until they realize I'm not paying for Hulu Live, they'll cut me off. But that takes a month or two. Are you sure? Yes, I am sure. All right. Because uh, you might still be paying for it. But uh, listen, uh, it is a good channel, but you're right. It is difficult to find. Uh, but then again, Big J, their their core audience is people that still are very connected to the cord. So that makes sense. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We will wrap up this show here next on the X Rocks. That song is stupid good. That is Muse. Killer be killed here on the morning after with Nick and Big J wrapping things up today on this Thursday. Thanks for hanging out with us on this icy day. Special thank you to Scotty New for calling into the show. He of Firebird Raceway fame. He was what talking up the big 50th annual Boise Roadster show. We'll have one more day and one more chance for you to grab tickets to that tomorrow morning on this very show. So thank you to Scott New for popping by. Grab your tickets at O'Reilly Auto Parts or FirebirdRaceway.com. We also had a chance to talk about cocaine hippos and even an opportunity to talk about why you want to make sure you're picking out the right wedding venue so that the owner of that venue does not eventually point a weapon to you and your new person that you're married to. That would be a rough yeah. way to end up today. That leaves you with the floor, Big J. Hey, here in just a few minutes, uh, you can uh, find yourself uh, some tickets to X-Fest 2023 as the pre-sale will hit. You want to check out the X's Facebook page and Instagram and uh, find that link and get your tickets early. Yeah, no password needed this time around. Just click the link and you are are good to go to start buying tickets a day earlier than when they go on sale to the general public. So take advantage and grab your tickets. Yeah, be to cool. Yeah, be cool. Be part of the, the club. Next set of X-Rock brought to you by Beacon Plumbing for tank and tankless water heaters, clogged drains, leaky faucets, toilets, and won't flush. Stop freaking to call Beacon. Beacon Plumbing, heating and mechanical, your trusted plumbing source online at beaconplumbing.com. We will see you guys tomorrow. Jason Drew's up next. It's the X-Rocks. <laughs> The Morning After Podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, IdahoAdvocates.com.